All right, and next up we have the wide receivers. And this is a great group. Uh, I am very excited about this group. It's going to be interesting to see if they keep five or six wide receivers. I'm pretty sure the top five we basically already know. So I think the real question is going to be, can one of the other players be good enough in camp to earn that sixth spot on the squad? And a lot of the times it comes down to, you know, would you rather have an extra defensive lineman or a sixth receiver or an extra running back or an extra tight end or an offensive lineman? And you only keep so many players. So let's go through them. So starting it off with wide receiver one, Debo Samuel. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what we really need to say about Debo Samuel that we don't already know. The the dude's incredible. He had, I think, 1,400 receiving yards last season. He was an all-pro, and then he basically switched to running back and was the best running back on the team. He breaks tackles. He's physical. His vision is so good, and just his talent and his willpower is ridiculous. He's just so freaking good. All-pro receiver, Basically had a 49ers franchise historic season last season. Uh, I don't remember his exact stats, but something along the lines of including playoffs. I'm pretty sure he had over 2000 scrimmage yards, which is crazy considering that he basically switched from wide receiver to running back with like a month left in this season. So Debo's awesome. Sounds like they're working out the contract situation. I expect him to be wide receiver one. Um, He's a weapon. Get him the ball short. He can go deep. He'll get it to him over the middle. He will evade a linebacker, run past him, run over a safety, run over a corner. You can't tackle him. Uh, And if you try to tackle him, he's just going to make you look silly. (laughs) Debo's awesome. So Debo Samuel definitely making the team. My guess is he probably has a new contract here within the next, probably the next two weeks. Uh, I got, I have a hunch. I don't know when exactly, but if I were to guess, it's definitely happening before the first preseason game. Sometime here within the next two weeks, I would say we should anticipate uh, some kind of contract with Debo. Who knows what the numbers are going to be? Who knows how long it's going to be? But Debo's going to get paid. The Niners want to keep him. Debo wants his money. It's going to happen. After Debo, we have Brandon Ayuk going into year three. I'm very excited to see what Ayuk brings. Uh, Debo Samuel is a weapon. Brandon Ayuk is very much more of a... Trying to figure out the way to put this. Ayuk and Debo are different. Debo is just so physically imposing that he will outwill you. Uh, I mean, he's he's like a he's like a top five running back who's also an all pro receiver, and that's how much of a weapon Debo Samuel is. Brandon Ayuk is more of a uh, he's got the feet, the body control, the shiftiness, the agility. 
um, the footwork, the route running, and the length to be a very good separator at the uh, short, or not obviously short, but in the intermediate level and also deep. Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk had similar testing in terms of, you know, like vertical uh, 40 and whatnot, where they both have, they're basically four, four, five, four, five forties. Uh, they're like 90th percentile acceleration vertical, all that. But Brandon Ayuk has like go, go gadget arms. He's got like 33 inch long arms. So you, you combine that with his footwork, his ability to get open and just the crazy amount of flexibility that he has. And he can get open at every level of the field. He's not going to be breaking tackles like Debo. Uh, but you can get him a screen and he can evade a guy. He can make those circus acrobatic catches. And he's going to be able to get wide open. I'm very excited to see what Brandon Ayuk does. I would not be surprised if Brandon Ayuk actually leads this team in receiving. I think a thousand yards is, in my opinion, kind of like a baseline for Brandon Ayuk and what we should expect from him. Uh, but going into year three, uh, and you know he's a first-round pick, so potentially we could have him for three more years on his rookie contract. This year, next year being his fourth year, and then if we do the fifth-year option, another year. And if he ends up hitting his stride this year. Imagine having Debo being a thousand plus yard receiver, Ayuk being a thousand plus yard receiver, throw Kittle in there, a thousand yard tight end. I would not, it would not be crazy to think that we could actually see this. Now, the game is, the 49ers offense is going to be based off the run game. And I don't think they're going to be passing it as much as a lot of other teams. However, because Trey likes to go deep more often, and Brandon Ayuk is very much, I think he's better as a downfield, like an, an intermediate and downfield weapon, as far as a receiver goes, to get open, get those contested catches. I think that the, while the number of passes might not be as much as last year, I think the depth of those passes and the yards per catch could go up. So if you tell me at the end of the season that Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk both have over a thousand yards, I would not be shocked. Very excited to see what Brandon Ayuk does. And uh, day one of training camp today, practice. He was the best wide receiver out there. Debo's good doing conditioning work on the side. So I'm excited for Ayuk, dude. We have an all-pro wide receiver, and we have a legit number two who's got the potential to also be a number one receiver. After Brandon Ayuk, we have Jawan Jennings. Uh, Jawan Jennings is just fun. He doesn't have, like, elite speed or anything like that. He basically ran a 4-7 at the combine, and then we drafted him in the seventh round. And then he didn't even make the team. He went to... The practice squad after being injured, didn't even play his first year, and then last year ended up coming on in the second half of the season. But Jawan Jennings is a big, strong, physical, like 6'3, 215 pound possession receiver who's gonna break tackles and he can get open 
in short yardage. Uh, Jawan Jennings in the run game. I think Jawan Jennings, I like the term power slot. I think that's the best way to kind of define his role. He is a powerful slot receiver. You know, you you line up a nickel, like a 5'9", 5'10", nickel corner across from 6'3", 215-pound Jawan Jennings. He's going to moss that guy, and then he's going to break a tackle and pick up 10 or 15 yards. Uh, but he also has the, the short route running ability and the footwork to get open in short yardage. So while he doesn't have elite speed to like go downfield, he's probably not going to be very successful playing on the outside uh, because he doesn't really threaten vertically. It doesn't really matter because what they ask him to do and what they need him to do, he's really good at it. You know, convert a third down, third and short, red zone. You want a big, strong target who can break a tackle or two, which he's very good at breaking tackles. Go back and watch Jawan Jennings' college highlights. It's literally just him mossing guys and breaking tackles, even though he runs a 4-7. It was awesome. His yards after the catch in college were uh, among, I think, top 10 in the nation, which, again, you wouldn't expect, judging by him not being necessarily fast, but it doesn't matter because he's so physical and he's got that my ball mentality. You want a jump ball, he can give you, you know, just throw it up. He'll jump over the guy, he'll physical the guy, he'll break a tackle, he'll get open inside five or ten yards. And uh, again, if you want to convert a third down, if you want someone in the red zone as like a just big physical red zone target, who can just out-muscle guys, out-body guys, he's your go-to guy. Um, if you want someone to help out in the run-blocking game, Jawan Jennings can run-block. I don't know if you remember, but last year, I think it was the Jaguars, uh, Jawan Jennings was run-blocking so hard that he got the other guy, the safety, he got him ejected for throwing hands. <laughs> so, Jawan Jennings... He's a dog, and uh, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, he's probably going to be wide receiver three or wide receiver four. Um, yeah, again, he's going to be your power slot. He's a great run blocker, a third down, red zone. He's your guy. Which brings us to our next guy, who's kind of the opposite. Uh, Danny Gray, rookie third round pick. Very excited about this pick. Danny Gray is about six foot tall, 190-something pounds. Uh, very, very, very fast. Ran a 4-3-3. He was one of the 4-3 speed guys. He's got speed. He is so fast. Um, the thing that I like most, though, is he is a very tough physical football player. Now, he's not built like Juwan Jennings, but... Like he's kind of like a he's kind of a kind of string beanie, but the dude is ripped. He's physical. He's fearless. Usually you have speed guys, and if you have a speed guy, a lot of the times they're afraid of contact. They're afraid to be physical. Danny Gray, at least from what I saw on his college film, he's pretty fearless over the middle. 
Uh, I love how he attacks the ball. He's not a body catcher. He did have a couple problems with some drops in college, but I think part of that is just the fact that he attacks the ball so often that you're just bound to have some drops. If you're willing to go out and make every diving catch, if you're willing to be fearless over the middle and attack the ball when you know that you're going to get hit by a safety coming downhill or a linebacker, you're going to have a couple drops. If, if you're running full speed 50 yards downfield, you might have a drop or two, but that's okay because of what he does to the offense. What Danny Gray is going to do, and by the way, I don't expect Danny Gray to have a huge season statistically speaking. Realistically, I think three or 400 yards is probably likely for him, which doesn't sound great. But what it does is it opens up everything because of the speed that he brings. You have a guy out there who's running a 4-3. Those safeties got to back up instantly. Those corners have to back up instantly. They have to back off which open things up underneath. It also is going to open up the run game. Like, honestly, I dare you to stack eight guys in the box when we have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Danny Gray running a freaking clear-out route for those guys. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to obviously have to back up because Danny Gray is a 4-3 speed guy, and he'll catch it 50, 60 yards downfield with Trey throwing it deep because Trey likes to go deep. And then when you do back up, that just opens up the middle of the field for Ayuk and Debo. And then you do that, and everyone's farther away from the line of scrimmage, so it opens up the run game as well. Danny Gray isn't necessarily going to have a huge stat line. At least I don't expect him to. But the impact that he's going to have on the offense, by the way the defense has to play when he's out there, I think that is going to be his biggest impact. Just the fact that anytime number 86 runs out there, Danny Gray, you know, hey, we gotta, we're going to have to back off. Because if we're not careful, that's going to be a 60-yard touchdown right there. And rounding out the top five receivers that I'm pretty confident making the team is Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod is going into year five. He was with the Steelers for four years. Um, not, don't know a whole lot about him as far as a receiver. I'll be honest. Um, what I do know is he's going into year five and he is a run after catch and special teams guy. So Ray Ray McLeod, he is, he's small. He's five, nine, one ninety, And what he brings is acceleration and elusiveness. Uh, so what's Ray Ray going to be good at? Realistically, he is probably going to be limited to the slot just because he's not that big and he doesn't have elite speed. What he does have is great acceleration, great vision, great elusiveness. So if you say that instead of giving Debo Samuel a screen pass, Ray Ray McLeod is going to be great picking up yards after catch on screen passes. You want to run a jet sweep? Ray Ray McLeod is going to be perfect on those jet sweeps. Uh, if you need someone to step in, take a few reps as a slot receiver, Ray Ray, McCall, Ray, Ray can uh, play in the slot. Uh, but he's also going to be one of the main contributors on special teams, 
on punt returns and kick returns. Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I was looking at it like 20 minutes ago. Last year, Ray Ray McLeod had the most uh, punt returns and the most kick returns in the NFL, which means that I think he led the NFL in both of those for yardage. Now, on kick returns, he was 16th in the NFL, which is pretty good. Um, I know there's 32 teams and 16 is in the middle, but that's you also have to realize that there's probably two or three returners per team over the course of a football season. Now on punt returns, though, I think he had the third highest average punt return in the NFL last year. So he's a great punt returner. He's a he's a really good kick returner. He's great with yards after catch. You know, give him a bubble screen, give him a screen pass, give him a jet sweep, uh, maybe a couple, um, you know, plays in the slot. And that's going to be Ray Ray McLeod. He's primarily going to be special teams and kind of a gadget player, but he's going to contribute. He's making the team. They, they gave him a multi-year deal. He's making the team. So now we get into the guys who are basically battling it out for a number six wide receiver spot. And just straight up, I'm not super familiar with these guys. Uh, Malik Turner. So Malik Turner is going into year five, and he's 6'2", 200 pounds. Uh, don't really know a whole lot about Malik Turner, but he's here. He's on the team. Um, I don't remember who he's played with uh, for the first four years. Um, but yeah, he's on the team. We've also got Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson is going into year three. Uh, he is 6'1", 200 pounds out of Fresno State. Uh, but Keyshawn Johnson, I feel like I should have done a little more research about these guys. But you know what? We will find out more about them throughout training camp. Next up is Tay Martin. Tay Martin is 6'3", 185 pounds. Uh, he's a rookie. Let me see here. Is this is this the guy that I think it is? Oh, yeah, Tay Martin. I like this guy. Um, out of Oklahoma State, he's an undrafted free agent rookie. He is... Um, he doesn't have like elite top end speed. I think he ran about a four six or either like a low four, like a, a mid or high four five or a four six or so. But what I remember with Tay Martin is this was a guy that just had crazy acrobatic catches. Um, just like throw it in the air and just body control. Um, so he's long, he's lanky. And he has body control and good hands. If I remember correctly, I think his uh, last season with Oklahoma State, I think he had about 1,100 receiving yards when undrafted. Um, I really like him. At least what little I did see, it was fun to watch. So I'm excited to watch Tay Martin, see how he does. Again, you're talking basically a long, lanky, um, kind of a possession wide receiver if that makes sense um but he's fun to watch so i'm excited to see what he brings to the table uh realistically he's probably more looking at the practice squad next up we have uh 
Oh, I totally forgot. I forgot about Taysir Mac. Did I? No, he's on there next. So next up is Marcus Johnson. Uh, year six, six one two oh seven. Uh, Marcus Johnson's been playing around the league for a couple years now. Uh, next up on the list is Austin Mack, 6'2", 215. He is going into his second year out of Ohio State. Uh, so we will see what he brings. And then the last person on the list is Taysir Mack. Taysir Mack, undrafted free agent rookie out of Pittsburgh, 6'2", 190. He was, uh, if I remember correctly, he was one of the favorite targets of uh, Kenny Pickett, who got drafted first uh, round by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So played for Pittsburgh, uh, 23 years old. So I think he had a full four or five years in college. And uh, yeah, 6'2", 190. If I remember correctly, I think he... Uh, I don't necessarily have an exact comp, but he kind of just looked like a, uh, like a, just a solid receiver. I think the rookie Tay Martin was more impressive to me just because of his body control. I think Tacey or Mack was more of a, more of like a route runner and not necessarily somebody who can just adjust to catch anything. Uh, but either way, a couple undrafted free agent rookies to kind of round out <clears throat> the wide receiver group. So there you go. Uh, realistically, I think we got five locks. Debo, Ayuk, Juwan Jennings, Danny Gray, Ray Ray McLeod. And then we got another five guys basically battling for a number six receiver position. So that will finish up with our wide receivers. Next up, offensive line.